pause, pause, menopause, pause. Da, 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 da. Yeah, so let's not do the language that went with that particular recording. Thanks to uh, Jackie Groundsell, she cheered me up this morning. Can you remember the name of the artist of that spy, by the way? Uh, no, I can. So it's a menopause song or some similar title, yeah. isn't it? That's uh, the only reason why I sung that is because I'm going to be on um, Love the Beat Radio with Jackie Groundsell today. But obviously, I would have already been on it by the time this goes out. Okay, so a bit of time travelling, but uh, that's um, Pengenitis strikes again as we. Uh, mention that Penge-based uh, radio station in Bromley. Uh, yeah, run by a very nice prison officer. I think it's by Whis- Whiskey Dick. Really? Or Jenny, oh no, Jenny Ta- Talia okay. from Australia. Yeah, and you found it, what, on YouTube, was it? Well, I don't know, Jackie sent it to me. Okay. But anyway, if you, if you look that lady up, you can then hear lots of sweary stuff, which lots of women firmly understand, get and empathise with about the menopause. Thank you for that, Darren. Mm. Uh, right, so I'm Zinat Narani, and you are? Non-menopausal Darren Wheel of Intune PR. There we go, and together we are the Bromley Buzz, where you can find us on every social media channel and audible platforms, as well as on Channel Radio 2 on Mondays. No, we haven't actually done anything with TikTok yet, even though we do have an account lurking. Yeah, I know. Mm. Mm. Maybe we will sometime. Let's look at that in the next jig. Yeah, it means we have to do even dafter stuff than we already do. (laughs) (laughs) We possibly do. Anyway, uh, Mm. let's say thank you to our show sponsors, uh, Ian... Mm. (laughs) Oh. Wood, oh my God, is wood property. No, wood property. Right. <laughs> Let's start that again. Yes. Can we pause that? Let's say thank you to our sponsors, who are Inwood Property and Terra Firma Landscapes, respectively. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say that. I know. Well, all right, let's thank them twice. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe at the end of the show, then. <laughs> Hang on, where are we recording this from? I've oh, lost oh it yes, now. we're recording it from Sundridge. No, I meant which part are we going to edit off? (laughs) Uh, The bit that preceded the bit that we just did that preceded what we're talking about now. Okay, so you're going to put the intro of what you said? Yes. Okay. But I'm not actually going to edit out the bit we've just spoken about, about the editing itself, because I feel that might actually amuse people. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Or they'll just decide both of us are menopausal at the moment. Yes, possibly. (laughs) Right, okay, great start to a Monday morning. I am... Definitely menopausal. Um, I've changed my HRT stuff and, yeah, I'm all over the place. Hmm. But you're looking great. Why, thank you. Yeah. You do know how to dazzle, dazzle. Oh, thank you very much. And uh, we have had in uh, your beloved flat a house full of dogs of late as well. Yes, you are taking away my buzz, but that's okay. Oh, I'm sorry. In which case, (laughs) you can return to that later because I'm going to throw in a different one, uh, which is TEDx Beckenham. Oh, okay. you, you're posting that one as well? Yes. Uh, right, what have I got here? Okay. Because it didn't start with me. <laughs> I've, I've, I've got unique here, okay. Okay. I've been on BBC Radio London twice in the last week, alone, unattended, and absolutely not with Zenat, who is not going to <laughs> use this one. And he's not going to steal my bus. Uh, no. Um, yes, BBC Radio London. Uh, firstly, I was on an early show talking about being an early worker, which anyone that knows me knows I'm actually not particularly, but every Thursday morning I get up and go to a networking meeting, BNI Lightning, 6.30am. And I sometimes subs at other ones. And yes, you're quite right, it is an insane activity, but lots of people do it. There's 
eight or ten chapters in the Bromley area of this organisation. And there's other ones like the Bromley, oh dear me, Business Over Breakfast, Bob, and mm-hmm. the Bromley Business Network, which is one I was trying to say just now. And they're all 6.30 jobs, I think. What, the BBN? The BBN, definitely. The Bromley is, Football yeah. Club. Um, no, that's that a really? little yes, bit later. That, yeah, meets, uh, that's sure? a little bit later, yes. Oh, it might be. Just a little. I've only been once. They finish, so I'm not I an think, authority. Uh, yeah, no, they're mm. a little bit later, not by much. I keep meaning to go back, but every time, uh, every Wednesday when it's on, every fortnight, I keep um, having other things get in the way. Mm. Anyway, be sure done. I spoke about that uh, kind of on behalf of the other networkers across um, Bromley that have to get up early most days of the week, one way or the other, to go to these. Um, uh, early mornings, and uh, I also talked on BBC and Eddie Nestor's show, and gave a little pat on the back to um, Bromley's rabbi uh, Laura Jana Krausner. Uh, talked about the Produce Show, the lovely thing at Chelsea oh, Village Hall, yes, that you went to. and also our mutual friend Mercedes Yearly and Quest Soul Theatre. And it's nice to share that stuff and be on there as um, co-presenter of the Buzz. Yeah. Who is apparently clowning in Antwerp in Belgium right now. Mercedes clowns everywhere. Sorry, Mercedes, but it's it's true. (laughs) Uh, She is such a personality. Yes, no, she's apparently, when we spoke to her yesterday via Zoom, because we were rehearsing the panto, that was on Sunday, Mm. uh, she'd been clowning for about 13 hours. Yeah, 13 hours. Wow. She's a high-energy girl, but even that would be sapping. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, look out incidentally for um, her joint activity with uh, Radfield Home Care, the Connections Cafe, uh, which runs out of Community House presently, um, with a bit of uh, help from Mercedes. I'll put a date or two into the what's on on the bromleybuzz.uk website for that, I think. Yeah, it's, um, I think, the first Tuesday of every month. Yeah, it shouldn't be too onerous, me putting that in there. Yeah, no, first Tuesday mm. of every month, uh, and it's free to go along and lots of lovely teas, coffees and activities. And it's, they theme it as well, every month. Do you know what? My next buzz on, may well be buzz. another one of your buzzes, so therefore I'm not going to say it this time. Right, so I'm going to buzz. It's my turn to buzz. buzz. Of choice of you like now? Go it's on. my turn to buzz, mm, yes. Mine, I'm putting my foot down. <laughs> did, did you ever see the um, TV show Lazy Town? No. My children were growing up when that was a, a big thing. Uh, and in that, there's a character called Stingy, and it's lovely song, and you can look it up on YouTube. Uh, and it's, uh, you know, this town is mine, everything in this town is mine, that car's mine, that paint on the sign is mine, you know. It's yeah. all rhymed its way through, it's terrific. But I'm not like that. No, and uh, the buzzes <laughs> you're about to do are not mine. <laughs> uh, so, a real buzz this weekend was, first of all, uh, Sarah Marsh Collins of uh, Babel Monkey Digital and Marketing, we had a girly sort of working weekend and she came along here with her two babies, Barney Boo and Ellie Belly. Yes, a um, Cocker Spaniel and a Brittany Spaniel respectively. And it was just so lovely having them all here. It was just nice for me to have pets in the home again and it gave me a real buzz, you know, sitting on the sofa, chatting away and they come up and they snuggle next to you and they just, all they want is affection, love and a good scratch around the back of their ear and on the belly. And lots of walk. And lots of walking, yes. Mm. Uh, that was quite a, a chore for Sarah, bless her. So Ellie's got arthritis in her back, so she had to carry her up and down two flights of stairs. But you know what? Sarah got a, got a great workout. It could have been worse. It could have been Barney, who's Something a lot like, bigger. Yes, it could have mm. been. 17,000 steps. And also Ellie is, she's called Ellie Belly for a reason, because she loves food. She's a food monster. And she spent half the time with her head in my bin. 
<laughs> the final thing that she ate this morning from my bin, or didn't eat, was licking, was the um, cuff, uh, the salmon packet. Mm. So she smells very salmony. I remember when we had an on-loan dog, a um, little shout-out for Alfie the Labradoodle here, uh, one of the occasions, I got back in from doing something in the morning, and I wondered why, indoors as I came in, there was a piece of slightly red plastic on the floor and a very smug-looking dog in front of me. It turns out we'd left out mints to Thor, <laughs> and he'd found it and given himself an impromptu breakfast. Lovely, as now, we do. when it came to his tea time, which he normally had a mix of food and dry, uh, meat and dry food, we vegetables. cut out the, the meat. You have not seen a more disgusted look on a dog <laughs> when he saw a, a plate of a plate of um, you know uh, dog bread or whatever it is um, biscuits and broccoli. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, he and he, he didn't put the two and two together that the mint equaled deprivation later. I'd be devastated as well. I like my meat. Yes, indeed. Uh, uh, but what else have you been liking lately, Z? Uh, lots of things. So. Mm. Um, Following on from the um, the dogs and Sarah being here, obviously we had um, our usual panto rehearsal, and this is going to lead on to something else. So we had our panto rehearsal, and it was amazing. Of course, you, M Widow Twanky, hello tired, boys and girls, acting out here, mm. played your role superbly, absolutely superbly, though you were complaining about your back aching because of your positioning of trying to be Widow Twanky. Yeah, I was getting tips on how to be a vamp from you and Sarah though, so that's going to help. Yes. Yeah. So, and, and also to pitch up your voice a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit higher. Yeah, I'm going to struggle with that, but I'll get into it on the night. Oh, I think you will. Oh, yes. I think you will. You've mm. got hidden talents in there. So we had a really great rehearsal, but and on that note, tickets are all sold out yeah, for so, Aladdin uh, the Panther. Aladdin is Aladdin out. He's Aladdin out. Uh, if you are interested in still coming, in case uh, we are able to get extra tickets, which we are talking to the venue about, DM me to be on the wait list. Mm. Uh, or you know, just find me on social media as well and DM me from there, and I will put you on a wait list if you can let me know how many tickets. Right, well, what uh, next to buzz do I not have to wait for? Well, this is oh. a joint buzz for us, oh, yeah, yeah. actually. True. So it led on that we went for a nice walk, didn't we? We did. After the panto mm -hmm. uh, into Bromley to one of the gardens behind the um, Churchill Gardens. Yes. And it was lovely, wasn't it? Beautiful it was. day. Yep. Other dogs um, flying about the place. Dogs flying about. And we decided... Uh, you know, we wanted to go for a coffee, mm -hmm. and I said, oh, well, while we're down here, because we were at Spice Shortlands, we were at the point mm. of Shortlands, I said, why don't we go to the pub around the corner, the tavern, and, um, you know, because I've always wanted to go there, always drive past it, mm -hmm. never been in there, so off we went, didn't we? Shortlands Tavern, there we went. And it was really, really lovely in there. One thing I was surprised by, you, mm. uh, as you go in on the left-hand side, there's a, a big model um, rigged, sail rigged ship in the um, window. I oh, I didn't like see that. that. Yeah, I'm going to put a picture of it up on Instagram. Fantastic. Mm. Oh, I didn't notice that one. And it's a um, dog-friendly pub as well. That's true. By the way, you did notice the pizza. I did notice the pizza, which we ate, didn't we? Yeah, up close we and personal shared. we went with the pizza. We did. Mm, we actually nice. only went in for a coffee, but we ended up having... Well, you had a coffee, didn't I you? I had a coffee and some water. And I had... I actually ordered a... 
soda water with lime, lime cordial. Mm-hmm. And then Sarah's going, hmm, hmm, hmm. I'll order a pint of beer. Yeah. Well, actually, she was going to order a Chardonnay, but they mm. didn't have Chardonnay. So it was a beer, and then she looks at me. She knows how to twist my arm. So I ended up having half a pint of a, spr- uh, not a spritzer, a shandy, a oh. shandy, which um, then led to a pizza. Yes, that, nice. that was after the conversation that went, we really need to get home and do some work. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. And then Sarah's like, I could do with another pint. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, between us, we have an absolutely zero uh, threshold of tolerance for temptation. Yes. You know, the slightest thing that comes up, oh, let's do that. How many of you out there get tempted by things so easily as we do? I wonder. Do let us know. It'd be good to find out. Yeah, you can imagine the people of Bromley just wandering from shop window to shop window going, buy that, buy that, buy that. Oh, drink that, eat that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so that was my buzz, uh, one of the buzzes anyway. But uh, now it's your turn. You buzz away. No, all right. Okay, well, it was a TEDx. Why don't you talk about the TEDx? Because it was a joint one. True. Uh, well, as I'm actually going to um, announce in a second um, the interview from there that you yeah. recorded before I even got to it. But anyway, TEDx the internationally projected video series of people talking about their stories and about good things um, landed in Beckenham for the first time with TEDx Beckenham last week um, organised by um, what the Richard, Jones Richard Jones and Ronke I um, apologise I can't pronounce her uh, last name but it's Ronke and uh, Richard Jones well, with any luck, she may even state it in the clip we're about to have on. Uh, yes, she does. Ah, she does. Marvellous. Right, we'll put that in right away. Right, I'm really excited because right now I'm at Langley Boys and I'm at the TEDx event here in Beckenham, Bromley Beckenham, and I'm sitting here with the organisers of the TEDx event, Ron Kay and Richard. Uh, which one of you would like to start first? Happy for you to go okay. first, Richard. Hey, Richard. Hello. Hello. Nice to see you again. Yes, indeed. Because <laughs> we met for the first time at my Let's Talk Better event. That's right. Just a couple of couple of weeks ago. A couple of weeks ago, and, ago yeah. and here we are again. It's great. Anyway, one, why don't you tell us a little bit about um, yourself first of all, what you do and who you are, and then a little bit about the TEDx event that you've brought to Bromley and Beckham. Yeah. So uh, essentially, I'm a speaker coach. I've been doing that for around about seven years now, and uh, it's been—it's it's always been, first of all, my dream to do a TED talk. But I found myself because I'm a coach, and obviously I always hold space for other people. That actually, I found myself actually finding myself perhaps more inclined to provide that space for others, and so that's kind of the motivation, I guess, for bringing. TEDx to this little part of South East London. Yes, it's really nice to have mm. TEDx here. Yeah. And you know, you're going to tell us Ronke soon because mm. you actually did one in Lewisham as well. Yes. So let's have a quick. Um, what do I say? Uh, <laughs> why don't you jump in, Ronke? Sorry, I've got sort of worms in my mouth today. But anyway. Happy to. Yes, thank you, Zenat. Um, so my name is Ronke Kokurwe, and I am the founder of iVerbalize, which is a public speaking and leadership coaching and training business. And I'm really delighted, <laughs> genuinely super excited to be here. Richard and I planted a seed of a dream that is becoming a reality tonight, and that just feels really special. 
And even though we are, on the face of it, very different people, we felt really connected by the thoughts, the idea, the values around bringing people together, supporting others to have the opportunity to share their own stories, because I genuinely do believe that every single one of us has a beautiful story that is worthy of being shared and heard. And so for me, for us, this just brings that to the fore in a really beautiful way. And it's absolutely amazing what you do. Uh, tell us how you two met. Mm. Because you talk about planting the seed, but how did you meet? Well, and then plant the seed. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds really yeah. wrong, doesn't it? <laughs> so I'll let Richard start <laughs> off and write that sound. <laughs> Uh, so I was actually running um, a speaker club, mm-hmm. uh, actually in Beckenham. Uh, when was it? 20, 2017, 2018, something that like that. Wow. And Ron K just came once. I think you came back. <laughs> because <laughs> that that good. <laughs> well, literally, we were kind of, you know, we give the speakers that come feedback. And I think I literally mm. had, like, one thing for you. And, like, because everything you did was, was great. But anyway... She is amazing, exactly, isn't she? Exactly, an amazing speaker. But... Um, Right at the end, she meant, uh, Ronke mentioned that she's running some um, speaker classes for young people yeah. during the summer holidays yeah. in, the, in the Glade Shopping Centre. So that really inspired me because I think that those sort of skills are really amazing for, mm-hmm. for, for youngsters mm-hmm. to pick up at such an early age. So, so I offered to help out and it was quite an experience, <laughs> I have to say, not being a parent myself. Sure. Um, but I <laughs> got through it, and we kind of stayed, well, we stayed friends ever yeah. since, really. Yeah. And then I suppose when I had the opportunity to host the very first TEDx Lewisham event mm-hmm. last year, Richard came along to support, which was really thoughtful. And then I had the opportunity to actually share my own TEDx talk this year in Lewisham. And Richard came again. Lovely. And it was from that we walked away and thought, yes, actually actually and here we are yeah yeah and what a journey it's been Mm, hasn't it mm, mm. absolutely so will there be another one coming up soon 100 percent next year yes next year year. watch this space watch this space and who are the lineups that you've got Mm. i mean and how many applicants did you have (laughs) (laughs) well we had we did have a lot of people approaches um so we realized that we had to put quite a um, a formal process in place. Yeah. So, so we uh, we put like an application form together. We had over thirty applicants. Wow. Where, which obviously we whittled it down to eight. I think we had about eighty show interest though. Didn't yes, we? yes, yes, yes. About Not everybody eight. filled the form in. Yeah. So that was hurdle number one. I think that's um, kind of the barrier that everyone <laughs> tries to cross. They see the form and then all of a sudden yeah. those. Yes fears sometimes come mm, into place yeah, and like should I do this form shall I not you know I'm halfway through and it's kind of yeah yeah, yeah. but um yeah so who are the lo- who's the lineup so have you got time for every single speaker <laughs> we've got we've well got there's eight. eight so give us their names and what they do and what you know what they're going to talk about really really quickly okay let's see if we can remember can you remember it? I've put you guys <laughs> on the spot haven't I no I think we remember <laughs> okay go for it um so you've got Tia Fisher. Correct, yes. Who will be speaking about county lines. Yes. And then we've got Tokes Arutere, who will be talking about the power of authentic storytelling. Mm-hmm. Nice. 
And then after Tokes, we've got, I believe, Sane. Yes, you remember the order as well. It's who very will impressive. be wow. talking about <laughs> ADHD and autism. And then we finish the first half with Gowan, who will be sharing beautifully on the power of music to connect us. Lovely. Yeah. And wow, nice variety that. It is, exactly. it is. Really nice really variety. And we've also got Julie, who set up her own school a few yeah. years ago uh, with a very different way of providing education. Mm. And so she's going to be talking about that. Yes. We've got um, Marissa, who yes. uh, is going to be sharing some very mm. honest personal stories about feedback that she's had and how she's grown from that mm. and become a, you know, grown as a person. Um I think perhaps a lot of the people listening to this will know Parisa Wright. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she was one of the most... Greener, cleaner. Yes, one of those yes. obvious choices to yeah. say yes to. Yes. Uh, so, yes, obviously she'll be sharing about sustainability. And then we have, the, we have Royston, who is someone I had the, the privilege to uh, be in the, um, a workshop from a couple of months ago, or two or three months ago. Mm talking about his experience of coming over from the Caribbean um, during the Windrush mm. experience. Ooh, yes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So those are our eight. Eight. Was that it already? That's it, wow. yes. Wow. Oh, wait, more. <laughs> oh, no. I'm loving the lineup. Is there anything else you want to let our listeners know? We're delighted. Absolutely delighted. And now I've forgotten what I was going to say. <laughs> but I'm so delighted that it has come to be yeah and i think the other thing to say is it's a starting point you know the 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 theme for this particular Mm. event is uh create expanding should i say community and connection and that's something we want to carry on you know throughout the next year and and beyond it's like starting the conversation yeah getting people listening to each other understanding each other better and obviously with your interests yeah. um, and let's talk Zena, better it's, and it's, it's that. definitely something that we we thought was a great oh, thank fit you in mm. terms of no it's it's coming to the pleasure to being here us. and yeah. thank you for yeah. inviting me and to have the stand and everything that's you know it's wonderful and uh, it's it's really funny because the whole expanding in community thing is something that is a current theme right mm. now it's mm. happening a lot of mm. so it's a perfect time it to is have it. needed well, good luck Thank you. and congratulations. Thank you. Thank you I'm looking so forward much. to sitting there in the audience and absorbing it all in. Super. We're excited Indeed. to be here. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much. In conclusion, though, really good event. Enjoyed it enormously. Yeah. Um, I may well, if I can find the time, do a bit of blogging about it. But one of the things that really struck me, um, today I'm not going to go into each one of the talks. We might actually no, end no. up with some of the yeah. people interviewed at later dates anyway. Um, but I was particularly impressed, I remember, about one on county lines, for mm. example. Yes. But they kept referring, the presenters, to the red dot and people standing on the red dot. The red dot was a circular red rug, which was quite furry. Mm. And uh, that was the emblematic thing that yeah. uh, is part of that show. It is, it yeah, with a big sign at the mm. back and everything. But... Um, yeah, it was just absolutely wonderful. I mean, the lady that you talked about, the county um, lines, uh, Tia Fisher, mm. she she was amazing at what she spoke about, and it, it you know it really hit like points of the heart yeah. of what's going on and what's happening. But it was an overall an amazing event, and it actually came about because I had applied for TEDx to talk on there. Unfortunately, I didn't make it to the finals this year. This year, but it's okay. But Richard and Ronke kindly invited 
um, as, as part of the LTB to have a store there, let's which was wonderful. Better. The Let's Talk yeah. Better, yes. Mm. Um, so that was really nice. We got to speak to lots of um, the, the public coming in and gained a lot of interest in what others do as well as them in what we do. So yeah, it was wonderful. Uh, ironically, there was a store next to us that were selling period pants. <laughs> which isn't something you hear regularly mentioned on the radio because that means it's more or less of a taboo subject you know, to do with menstruation and all that kind of thing. Um, but to us as campaigners who are basically saying, let's get rid of these taboos, yep. uh, I'm making a particular point of mentioning it. Um, one thing I'd also like to make a point of mentioning, did you have one or two highs out of those talks yourself? Obviously you liked the county the, lines. The county one. lines. And I, I, oh gosh, it's a hard one, but I... I would say I really, really loved. Uh, was it uh, Sonny, who's who's got autism oh, and ADHD? Yes. The lawyer. The lawyer. She was fantastic. Um, this is true. And really gave some good insights about how life is for her, with someone who has ADHD and autism, and how things shouldn't hold you back. Because you can achieve things. Because people were telling her no, and people were saying she can't do things, and she fought against that. But again, as you said, we'll be interviewing um, these people along the way and talking more about them on our buzz. Because, and she was incredible. I thought she was wonderful. One other thing with that talk, I, I enjoyed the way she was talking about the fact that she got to 32 years old when she was diagnosed with ADHD mm. and autism. Uh, and up until that point, she had largely masked those conditions. Not so much that she consciously did so, because nobody had told her she had them, but she'd adapted her behaviours to fit in with the, the, the as it were, normal, um, non-neurodiverse folk, mm. like me, assuming I am. Well, let's not give our listeners too much of it, because we're going to be talking mm. more about it. But that masking thing was very interesting. Yeah. So, Well, that um, leads to a lot of things in terms of masking, and it's not just within people who have... Um, autism, ADHD, it's people who suffer from imposter syndrome, it's the norm of things. You know, many of us here put on a mask for different things because we feel feared or judged Very in much certain so. situations. Good thing with those talks, by the way, of course, by definition, they're going up on the TEDx channel. Yeah, they are. So you're going to see them. I must say that one thing about that event is that they, all the talks were varied and different. Mm, that is true. In many respects so yes uh, so that was a great great event that happened on the 12th of October last week the other thing I've had um, that's been quite nice and exciting coming along is that I've had a workshop that I did on well-being on the 10th of October at clockwise which is a co-working space an office space here in Bromley and that was really really lovely doing just uh, a workshop not just a workshop doing a workshop on the importance of mindset, your self-awareness, and who you are. Well, that was actually for... Am I enough? For, was it um, World Mental Health Day? Yeah, so, it was for World mm. Mental Health Day. And the funny thing is, all the attendees that came, because it was for the members that mm. uh, are there at this venue, happened to be from a... Rec they all came from the same recruitment company. Judy Rose Recruitment. Yep. Yes, so that was quite nice to uh, have that there. Unfortunately, Julie was away in Zambia. So mm. That's why she wasn't there. Well, she's got uh, a whole team who can tell her about it. Yes, and I did get a message from her actually saying that they thoroughly enjoyed the event. Oh, you could see that the workshop, should I say? Yeah, um, I found it 
because I was present as well. Uh, I found it really interesting. You packed an awful lot in and there was a lot of um, positive emotion going mm -hmm. on. Um, and openness, brilliant. Yeah. And in the same location, I had a wonderful, wonderful meeting with Samantha Britnell and Sammy Baldwin, who both are part of the uh, Bromley Children and Family Forum. Great, great work they're doing for families and young people. Uh, the amount of um, support that they, they give them, the charity, the... Um, the connections that they have with other charities mm. and partners it's incredible so i'm really looking forward to being part of a partnership with them so that's a really exciting journey line uh, ahead okay well, so absolutely and uh, also as we're on a run of positivity do you want to do your affirmation now oh yes okay uh where's my so, affirmation so uh, do repeat this to yourself if it fits for you uh, daily weekly whatever it is wherever it is and put it on post-it notes somewhere that's the nature of affirmations Whatever I'm going through, I can find peace and positivity, sorry, positivity in the midst of all the chaos. So whatever I am going through, I can find peace and positivity in the midst of all the chaos. There's actually a saying by an Athenian from a general from ancient times. I can't re quite remember what his name is. Um, somebody of Athens I might have to correct myself for next week but he goes uh, in the midst of battle remember the value of silence and order mm. so even yeah. even in then when you're surrounded by blood curdling cries you can still find yeah. a moment if you choose to yeah it's right? all about choice and mindset mm. at the end of the day so yeah so lots and lots of great great things have been happening to us Oh. Haven't they? And <laughs> I do that. have one more thing oh, go on then, that I'm yes. excited about. But by the time this comes out, I will have already done it. Oh uh, yes, I, know. I was That's invited imminent. to speak at the Women um, Fest Wellbeing event, mm. which is taking well took place, should I say, because it's going to be out. God, this time travel is really, really difficult. Yes, even Doctor Who says that. Yes. Yes. Seventeenth uh, of October, Community House, Bromley, and it's been run by Bromley Well and Age UK. And they were sponsored, or are sponsored, here we go mm. again, with time travel, by uh, Thackeray Williams Solicitor. And it's going to be a great event. I'm saying it's a great event because the next time we buzz, I'll be telling you how it is. Mm, thank you. Uh, and we can tell everyone how it went because we, another went, this is, not the same went. Uh, <laughs> this, this is the went of um, the Bromley Civic Centre uh, because we went and interviewed the leader of the council, uh, Councillor Colin Smith, in the, on Friday last week, and that will be published in the next few days. Fantastic. Yes, I did have my eye on his fossil and a gorgeous antique chair. I think you're going to have to explain the fossil. Go on, you explain it. Uh, okay, I will. Uh, actually, I'm not sure that it's actually a fossil. Well, it's, it's not a, a fossil, it's a replica. Mm. It's a replica. Yes. It looks like um, a... Uh, it's a magician it, kind of thing, isn't it? What they it, used to wear in the, like a, the, the, the black magic kind of... Oh, yeah, the, the, the long projecting... The um, nose and yeah. the googly eyes. It looks eyes. somewhat um, crocodile-like. Yeah. Uh, but it is actually part of one of the dinosaurs in Crystal Palace yeah. Park that the Victorians built. Uh, and obviously the fact it had come away meant that they were deteriorated, but they'd been rebuilding them mm. uh, over time. Uh, although I've not actually seen one yet. The only thing I've seen in Crystal Palace Park is a, a large replica gorilla. 
I've not even seen that. Hmm. Oh, okay. We need to make a trip down there. Yeah, Yeah, road trip. But yes, you had your eyes, should I say, or not had your eyes, on his uh, drink cabinet. Yes, indeed. I have criticised the... In all the 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 beauty that was there. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That was not an opulent office, and that was not an opulent drinks cabinet. But when I was um, referring to it, because it was in the context of his talking about councils, lack of money, that kind of thing. Mm, yeah, it was um, Had I known, on the other hand, it was a drinks cabinet, I'd have admired it the more. Um, but it didn't have Jack Daniels, apparently, so that no. takes another point off. Mm. Oh, dear. Yeah. All about the JD. Well, the thing is, we're very foodie and drinky on this show, uh, and on that front... Which we I've... haven't done much of for some time now. No, we haven't actually... No, I've got coffee here, you've got fizzy water. This is far from the heady days of the Prosecco and even champagne we've had on yeah, occasion. Uh-huh. Gracious me, our standards are sunk, see. Well, we'll just have to wait for our next paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> you snort. I do indeed. Uh, in which case, I can also then repeat my recent visits to uh, Southborough. I was there the other day, and I popped into Cleaver and Twine, the independent butchers that have been going there, tell me, a couple of years. And uh, picked up a superior pork pie. Oh. Yes, because they'd been at Bromley Market. My wife had bought me one, and then I, I had that, and I thought, I must have another. So I went back and met them. And one of the things that they talked about in there, and hi to Alison, if I remember the name correctly there, um, was the fact that they have understanding of the cost of living crisis. So one thing they've done is put out a rather large pack of uh, assorted meat and called it Plenty for Twenty. Oh, mm. wow, that's lovely. It is, rather. And I also popped into somewhere else that's been going a couple of years, but I hadn't spotted. God, it's so easy to go past places. Mm. Uh, Vegan Cafe. Oh, yes, there, yeah. Um, which is there. I will put pictures from that on the uh, Bromley Buzz Instagram as well. Uh, but I didn't eat there because I was... Ironic, isn't it? Mm. One, one same trip, I go into butchers and then I go to the vegan cafe. It's like yeah, um, that's a bit. Mm, mm. Yeah, but it's interesting what you said about walking and not noticing things, and it's so important that we take time to be mindful. And this is what I talk about, isn't it? I mean, I'm guilty of that as well. Remember when we, were, yourself and myself and Sarah, were walking back mm. from the park and yes. from Shortlands Tavern, and I said, oh. You know what? It's only recently I noticed on East Street that there's a little church embedded in between the shops. And I had no recollection of that being a church there. It is ever. dinky. It's dinky. It's just it's up tiny. from the Copper Slum, isn't yeah. it, that one? Yeah. Um, yes, another thing. Did you notice the sign for pause in the park? In the park. No, I didn't. No, you didn't go walking near Oh, is that when hedge. you went off by yourself? I did. To do the, towards yeah, because the... I, I was magnetically drawn by a cartoon of a dog. Oh, okay. Uh, and uh, I, w- I put that on the Instagram That was before Barney rolled in fox poo, and we all kind of dispersed. Oh, dear. We just outed the poor dog. <laughs> yes, he did. And yes, walking behind him after that was a bit of a nightmare. But yes, pause in the park, you were saying. Pause in the park uh, in Kator Park. Uh, Beckenham is on on the 21st of October. Yes, it is. Of yes, course. Same day that Sarah and her by then clean dog, until he's got muddy, is at Tunbridge Wells in the Muddy Dog Challenge. But it's better to be mud than fox poo. I couldn't agree more. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you are not coming in my flat till you are clean. And poor Sarah had to be out there in the cold 
washing him down. Yeah, indeed. Um, thinking of other <coughs> events coming up, uh, and Barney um, doing that isn't an event, by the way. Uh, <laughs> more of a disaster, really. Uh, yes, we've got something which people will be interested in, certainly in Orpington, uh, the Walnuts development, mm. which has been become a bit of a saga locally, um, a shopping centre. Uh, there are public engagement events uh, on the 21st of October and on the 11th of Why November. Why is everything on the 21st of October? That's a very good question. I probably won't go to the first of those events because I'm going to be most likely at the um, pause in the park, I think. But it's crazy. And there must be something special about that day. Mm. If anybody knows why most of the things happen around the 21st, 22nd, it would be great to know. Maybe we should put into execution our long-held plan for the Lady Godiva afternoon of the Bromley Buzz <laughs> and go around on two horses and no clothes on in Bromley on the 21st. Yeah. Oh, no, we can't do it. We've got too many other things to do. Mm. Uh, can I make a mention yeah. to a Bromley micro pub? Uh, made it into the cameras. C A M R A. Uh, Good beer guy. Twenty twenty four. After being named the best pub in the borough, and this is in Chiselist. And you've actually been there, haven't you? Yes, indeed. What's um, your thought on it? Yeah, I'm trying. To You're remember. not a beer person. Well, I know that. Did you make a note of the name? I think it's called the Pit or the Pit Stop. Yes. One of no, the cockpit. Cockpit, thank you. Uh, I may be referring actually to the pit stop or pit as actually a nail in there. Anyway, I digress. What it is, because you're right, I've been in there a couple of times. Uh, it's partly florist, so it has, the, the flowers are really high quality in there, mm -hmm. they're, they're smashing. Uh, but the rest of it is micro pub. Uh, and so you get your benches and yep. uh, things there, and there's wine and beers and uh, snacks. And as you say, it's dog friendly. Um, been in there with a black lab sitting away quite happily, and owners oh. from the other side of the road dragging, uh, being dragged in by their dogs because they know that there's snacks behind the bar. <laughs> uh, and I had a, the, it's they've got one beer on there which can only be acquired from there. Oh um, really? Because it's brewed, I think, in Sussex or something, oh, but wow. it's unique to them. And I've had that, actually. I'm not a beer lover, no, but I not. quite liked it. Okay, well, that's yeah. saying something, then. Mm, and nice that place. pub, because I was just trying to remember where it is. Royal is Parade. Ro Royal Parade yep. at the, um, not the high street end, but the other high, so the posh end. I call it the posh end. Well, the whole of the Royal Parade is pretty posh, to be fair to it. But, well, no, but it's well, you know, when you go down towards, well, it is. It's, on, yeah. it's nearer the end, which you then King's drive Head. directly down not towards Chislehurst. Yes, there's the pub. The shorter end. Are we talking about Shortlands again now? Uh -huh. No, <laughs> yeah, uh -huh. you're so funny, huh? We're no, not no, in a panto. No. Right, you've got the pub. Come on, Widow Twanky. Is, I think the pub is the Bull's Head. I could Bull's Head, that's it. Uh, incidentally, I saw something about a doggy charity coffee morning on a sign when I was driving past this morning. I don't know when that is. I'd need to stop and take a picture of it. Okay, now Look out for me. that. Oh, okay, no, you've It's not digressed. near there. It's where the actual row of shops is further up oh. on the way into Bromley. On towards Chislehurst itself. There we go again. I've walked down that street so many times lately. Mm. Every, actually every Wednesday and Thursday, and I've not noticed it. Oh, there's one thing you definitely like there. Um, I haven't sampled it, but I've looked at the menu and it looks rather exciting. Mm. Very seafoody place. Which one? You like that? seafood, if I'm not yeah, much mistaken. I love it. Yeah, so if you walk along that bit, in fact, you can just do, do the whole thing. Go and have the seafood and then go and have a couple of beers. Or in there your case, shandies. I'm just going to, um, not pub hop, but I'm going to mm. kind of 
cafe hop. Though I do like, you know, we mentioned this last time, uh, Joel's Cafe, which oh, I yes. go into every Thursday and have a coffee. Yes, and that's on um, the the, the larger part of Chislehurst High Street, and it is a very nice place. I agree. Uh, well, I'm just going to wrap up my own bits with. Uh, I will be speaking on the subject of the five keys of PR uh, at um, the Spinning Wheel Champagne Restaurant in Westroom on the 25th of October. Um, the musing and. Uh, communicating well with my audience one hopes and then we've got the Beckenham Business Day which you can look out for on the 1st of November uh, and both of those will be appearing in fact the 1st of November one definitely is on the Bromley Buzz UK what's on as we speak yeah and there's one more as well happening very close Excellent. is the FSB event at Copper Salon oh that'll be gone by the time we get this out will it yeah yeah when is uh, it this will be like this is Wednesday oh I thought it's next mm. Wednesday no Oh, no, no, okay. Well, there we go. We're going to time warp. Let's do <laughs> the time, time warp, warp again. <laughs> that was off tune, but there we go. Okay, yeah. ignore what I'm saying there. Well, I never think I'm all done. Saying, I think I'm all done. I've buzzed and I've affirmed and I've giggled. Indeed. And you've um, made public a dog's rolling habit. Yes. <laughs> Oops. No poops. <laughs> okay, it's time to buzz out. Uh, you are... Darren Wheel of Engine PR. And I'm Zenat Narani. Yes, a marvellous coat, 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 coat. coat. I'm a coat. Coach for mindset, but not pronunciation, evidently, because I haven't got it. Yeah. Anyway, should we do the buzz of the time walk? Yes, let's do that. We've yeah. done a lot of time walking today. Mm, we have indeed. Here Off we go. We go. <laughs> Zzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzz